Thank you for joining us today for the OU Global Tehillim and Shizik Daily Call. On behalf of the Orthodox Union, this is Naftali Herman. Daily Call began nearly four years ago as a response to the pandemic and has since evolved to serve as a daily pause to our day, as an opportunity to convene together from around the world to dive in to pray the various needs of Am Yisrael. Thank you so much for joining today's program and for making it a part of your day on Yom Hamishi, the 23rd day of the month of Tevis. Collectively, with a broken heart, we continue to gather here on this call under the most difficult circumstances. The Jewish people, there is nothing that gives expression to our broken hearts and our tefillos, our prayers for salvation, as much as the potent and timeless words of Tehillim. We gather and we continue to gather for a few moments to hear some words of Debrei Shizik and to recite Tehillim together for our brothers and sisters in Israel. On behalf of the OU, it is my distinct honor to welcome to the Daily Call and introduce Rabbi Noah Chesis of the Young Israel of Sharon in Boston, Massachusetts, to share Debrei Shizik. Rabbi Chesis recently returned from a mission to Israel with the RCA, Mizrahi, and Reith, and I am hopeful that he can share with us some of his perspectives and experience. Following his words of Debrei Shizik, this will be followed by Rabbi Chesis fully reciting the following five chapters of Tehillim, Tarek Chaf, Chaf Gimel, Pei Gimel, Kuf Chaf Aleph, and Kuf Lamed. Those are chapters 20, 23, 83, 121, and 130. He followed by Achinu, the Mishaberach for Tzahal, Mishbeach for the hostages, Shvuim, and Rabbi Chesis will conclude with the Mishaberach Lecholim and pause as an opportunity for us to insert the names of all those whom we are adopting. If you'd like to receive the daily Tehillim call reminder email, you can subscribe at ou.org forward slash Tehillim call. Again, that's ou.org forward slash Tehillim call. Bechavod, with great honor, Rabbi Chesis. Thank you so much, Nafeli, for introducing me and for facilitating this uh, Tehillim gathering. Just want to make sure you can hear me. Can you confirm that we have audio? Correct. We confirm. We hear you. Okay. Just want to make sure that all things are a go. Uh, so as um, Rabbi Herman uh, mentioned, I returned a few, um, a short while ago from a 72-hour um, trip to Eretz Yisrael. And even though I am here with you uh, at least by phone right now, my mind, my heart, and my neshama are still in Israel. I am still on the trip. It was an agonizing trip, mostly because I became an eyewitness to the devastation <clears throat> that we've all been experiencing, mostly through a screen. And a Chazal explain or justify Yitzchak being fooled by his son Yaakov's charade to get the brachot um, through this principle of eno domesh mia liria, that hearing something indirectly or being exposed to it, you know, um, through any sort of medium is just different than seeing something directly. And we can be fooled by what we hear. Um, you know, certainly things that are mediated through the media uh, can uh, fool us, but not what we see directly with our own sight. We can't deny what we uh, directly witnessed. And I saw evil incarnate. I saw the remnants of the nightmare in real life. I saw the blood-stained cribs and mattresses 
the homes of the kibbutzim around Gaza that were torched to ashes. I saw the safe rooms where grenades were thrown into. I saw the places where dozens of Jews were gunned down. I saw the ghost towns like Sterot, where 30,000 residents were forcefully evacuated. I saw hundreds of Sukkot, structures that until this day are still up in Sterot because they left and have not been back to take them down. I saw the yeshiva, the yeshiva Hezder of Sterot, where we have a member of our show and share in learning. It was totally vacant, and the Simchat Torah flags and the Lulav and Etrog sets were collecting dust on the benches. I witnessed scenes frozen in time. I saw the containers of bodily remains that cannot be identified through traditional DNA techniques and are being sifted through by archaeologists. I saw devastation. And as much as I would like to, I can't unsee it. So these um, sights and these, uh, you know, even smells uh, left an uh, impression on me that gave me flashbacks to my trips uh, to Europe, to the camp. And these associations were very heavy, leaving me with a feeling of deja vu and dejection. And those were certainly, <clears throat> I could say, I guess, my emotions, but not the emotions of the people of Israel that we spoke to. And I want to just uh, give two examples of uh, some of the emotions and the spirit of the hidden heroes of the war. Not the soldiers or politicians, but the everyday civilians whose spirit is really carrying um, our people right now. Uh, the first is um, we went to Peshibakal uh, in Aloshvut to the home of the Rosenzweig family who lost their uh, son, Eitan. Um, and um, we were engaging with uh, his mother and asked her if uh, she'd been visited by Eitan's comrades. And she said, no, and I don't want them to come. At first, we were, you know, unsure what she meant. But then she completed her thought and said, they have more important work to do right now to finish what my son started, um, to defend Jewish sovereignty for generations to come. And so um, she, um, you know, gave us inspiration, you know, through this sentiment, through her voice um, that helped turn, you know, the pain into a sense of pride for the immense um, uh, a purpose that her son's life had and that she um, was uh, encouraging others to continue to have. Um, so certainly army mothers are among the hidden heroes, as are many of the army wives. Uh, we met with a group um, in Efrat who are part of a support group of women whose husbands are in Gaza right now, and they all had young kids at home and described what it was like um, for their husbands to say goodbye to their children on Simchat Torah, you know, instead of putting them on their shoulders to dance with them. Um, and they described the intrusive thoughts that take over their days and that the fog of war is very thick and that it's been really hard for them uh, to breathe. Um, and um, here I'll return back to that sentiment of strength even though um, there was certainly so much sadness. Um, you know, the uh, 
the, the message that the Army wives left us with is um, that as difficult as their lives are, you know, teetering on functionality, they don't want their husbands back until they finish the mission of eliminating Hamas permanently. And they said, you know, almost shaking that if it takes until Shavuot, we will wait and we will figure it out because we know that, you know, I'm speaking for them here, our sacrifices are necessary for our nation and for our land, and our emunah is so much bigger than our individual marriages and family lives. So um, that was the strength that we were filled with. We went to give strength, but we received uh, so much more. And so that's what I'm passing on to you, and I'll just, um, you know, conclude um, with uh, one final image, which is uh, from a kibbutz that we saw called Zikim. It's the community that's closest in proximity to Gaza, uh, really just hundreds of feet. We saw, you know, the border in the backyard of some of the homes that we visited, and in the entrance to this kibbutz, we saw an Israeli flag that has been up Zikim was founded decades ago, and this flag, an original flag, has been up, you know, for those decades. And we saw that it was severely frayed. Almost a third of it, if you can imagine uh, with me, was warped and was separated into individual threads. But the flag in the wind of that uh, afternoon was still flying. It was still fluttering in the wind in a way that filled us uh, with pride. So... In conclusion, what I saw in Israel were Jews who fell down, but not out. They were climbing out of their shiva chairs with resolve and motives to ensure that um, Am Yisrael remained strong and safe and to keep um, Medinat Yisrael as their central collective project. So as we say these uh, Tehillim now, I hope that we are sending strength and support in the direction of Achenu Kol Beit Yisrael, and may we all merit um, to be a part of and not apart from the uh, success of uh, the um, uh, continuity of uh, Medinat Yisrael. Um, so now I will begin our Pirkei Tehillim. I think uh, we'll go uh, in sequence, beginning with more Chaf. Uh, um, and then to uh, um, uh, Gimel, I think I have it written down here. Yeah, and then to Chav Gimel. Okay. So I'll say this, and I invite you to say it along uh, with me. Yisrael. <laughs> Adonai <laughs> 
שם כי ילך בגיס המוות בו כי אתה עימני. שבטך ומשענתך המה ינחמוני. הרוך לפני שולחן היצור רעי, נשענת בשמן ראשי כוסי רוויה. אך טוב החסר ידופני כל ימי חיי, ושבתי בבית אדוני, ואורך ימים. And as we say, 
for me, that's quite literal, as uh, we uh, in our my family, my brother is uh, serving, and we have him in mind, Doron Yosef, in the Chamashena, as we say, the Mishaberach for Chayelit Sahal together. Mishaberach Avoteinu Avram Yitzhak V'yakov Yobrechet Chayelit Tzvagana L'Yisrael V'yanshe Kochot HaBitachon Ha'omdim HaMishmar Arteinu V'yelohim Yigvul HaLavanon and now for the Chatufim. <laughs> And we'll conclude with a Mishaberach for Cholim that uh, everyone who we're thinking of and all of Achenu Kobet Yisrael should have a Rufuat HaNefesh or Rufuat HaGuf in Herabi Amenu. I'll pause and you can insert names at that moment. Amen. <laughs> Thank you again, everyone, for joining me and for being a part of this and for connecting together to uh, give Sisu to one another and to beseech our Vinu Shabbat Shamayim, to give respite and to give strength uh, to Achenu Kobe Israel. Thank you so much, Rabbi Chassis. We look forward to having you back on the program. Please, God, near Tashem in the near future. For us here at the Daily Tehillim Call, please join us again for our next scheduled program on Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern. As each weekday, we pause at this time to share a moment of tefillah, of prayer together. Wishing the Chama, comfort, physics, strength, and hope to all of Kla Yisrael around the world. Wishing everyone a good Shabbos. Shabbat Shalom.